0: I can't believe we have a comic-free week. Should be a bunch of fun to talk about Godzilla versus King Kong.
1: You say fun, I say stressful. We barely ever talk about movies, and this one has such a history. I tried to watch as many of the Godzilla movies as I could. I researched gorillas, filmographies, hollow earth theory, and <sighs> other podcasts.
0: This is why I am so glad you're the researcher and I'm the editor.
1: Yeah, I'm starting to regret that arrangement. But, Christy, I'm having a bit of a problem.
0: Oh, what's
2: that?
1: Well, see, I have a tough time understanding reptiles. And Godzilla is basically a big lizard. I'm I'm worried my expertise won't be enough.
2: Wait,
0: Godzilla isn't a dinosaur? You're great at dinosaurs. I mean,
1: you know what? It's complicated. Regardless, I'm going to need some sort of herpetologist. Hmm,
0: maybe I could help? Could you Could you be more specific, though?
1: Well, Christy, what I really need, right now, more than anything, is a Liz- Found one! Erd expert. Wait, what?
2: I can't wait to talk about Godzilla.
1: Uh, Liz? Wow, you sure got here quick. You said you
2: needed a Liz, and I found her.
1: I had no idea you could do that so fast.
2: I'm a mystery. Look, you need an expert Liz. Let's get on with the show. You want kaiju talk? I'll bring you Kaiju Talk.
1: I guess we'll just wing it on lizards.
0: Love that I just snuck Liz on this podcast
2: to make it more fun. They really need more snacks here.
1: Well, since Liz is ready to get going, are we ready to talk about, um, a movie?
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm Christina Edelman. And I'm Chris Edelman. And this is Chris's On Infinite Earths. The
1: podcast where nothing will ever be the same.
0: Welcome readers, or or should I say viewers?
1: Watchers?
0: Watchers? I don't know, that sounds a little bit comic to me. Uh,
1: to, uh...
0: <laughs> consumers of visual media.
1: Eyeball people.
0: <laughs> I'm getting more wordy and Chris is getting... Less?
1: I'm this just is... getting stranger. <laughs> well, anyway, we're not covering comics this week. We've decided we don't like comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't decided mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. We've decided that uh, because the crossover event of the season that is not comics is playing, we were going to cover Godzilla vs. Kong, the 2021 movie.
0: Mm-hmm. We didn't even just like randomly decide it. We asked you, the readers, to vote, and you and you did. And you told us to do this. So if you don't like it... I guess you didn't vote. And if you didn't vote, you don't get to complain.
1: It's true. You know, you have to participate in democracy if -hmm. you really want to see the effects of it.
0: Yeah. But we're also joined by a fabulous guest.
1: That's right. We have the CXF and uh, Comfort Food Comics contributor, Liz Large. Liz, welcome to the show.
2: Hi. Glad to be here.
1: So, uh, Liz is somebody who loves kaiju just an absolute ton, and she's a, uh, a barrel of fun. So we are incredibly excited to have her on the show.
0: Liz, this is your first podcast, right? That you're on. It absolutely is. I am so excited for this. And, and this is such a fun one to, to talk about. We actually, we, last night, we watched Godzilla versus Kong, all of us together. Yeah,
1: on Zoom. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: We really perfected this system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a few week, weeks prior, we watched. Was it just.
1: We've watched three of these movies as a big group. Yeah. We watched Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mm hmm. And we watched Kong Skull Island. Mm hmm. We did not watch the first Godzilla together. No. I've watched I watched that one in theaters after uh, imbibing a lot of pizza and beer. Mm hmm. Now, Liz, you've seen the original 2014 Godzilla, right?
2: hmm Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. But Christie is not. But that's okay. It's it's weirdly not super relevant to this movie.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, for most Godzilla movies, you could kind of guess what happens. Godzilla's there. Some buildings
1: are destroyed.
0: Right. Yeah. I saw a Godzilla movie, but I think that was before 2014.
1: You probably saw the one from 1998. Yeah. One with Matthew Broderick.
0: Yeah, that's the one.
1: Oh, that's the one. Um, well, readers, we are not doing a summary today at all. You can just go on Wikipedia right. or watch the movie.
0: I would assume that if you have not yet watched the movie, you probably aren't listening to this. So I just spoke to no one.
1: Right. And we are going to get into spoilers. So like, don't, don't expect some, you know, like a, like a spoiler free review. That's not, the, that's not as fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nope, we're going to talk about everything. Maybe, maybe we're going to talk about things that didn't happen just to see if you were paying attention when you watched the
1: movie. Oh, let's not do that.
0: I don't know. Did you guys all like Mothra? <laughs> that was a great moment in the movie that definitely happened.
1: <sighs> so, Liz, what is, do you have a history with Godzilla other than these, these new, uh, legendary movies? The, they decided to start kind of with Godzilla. And then they were like, let's bring in King Kong, but it is unrelated to the mid 2000s Peter Jackson King Kong that a lot of us saw as, as youths. With Jack Black, Jack Black was in that movie. He got to deliver the line that twas, twas beauty killed the beast. I thought that, so I thought that Kong Skull Island was a sequel to that at first. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh no, this is, this is a very different sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So Liz, do do, do you have a, a further history or are you a, a, a recent Godzilla king kong convert
2: uh when i was a kid we watched a lot of like tnt type channels during the day like on weekends you know it would just always be on so i've seen a lot of the older godzillas where it's very clearly a man wearing a costume uh so the cgi godzilla is very impressive to me he looks
1: so (laughs) real
0: (laughs) i kind of love the parts of it that still are reminiscent of a man. In a Godzilla costume, though.
1: So, so I love it. One thing about the 1992 movie that drove me crazy is they tried to make him look more like. So the not, did I say 92? I meant 98. Yeah. In the 98 movie, which is like Tristar, I think, did a movie with Matthew Broderick, and it's Godzilla Attack in New York. Mm-hmm. Godzilla does not have the cool atomic breath. Right. He does not have the cool spines going down his back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he 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 walks more like a Tyrannosaurus. So like his 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 tail doesn't like drag the ground. Right. But in the original movie, which you and I watched Chris Christie and I oh mm-hmm. like a while ago. Yes. Like the nineteen fifties Godzilla movie, mm-hmm. his tail drags the ground. And, right.
0: It's how are you gonna make a tail move when it's a man in a Godzilla suit?
1: Right. And like Dinosaur's tails did not drag the ground. It's just not is not a thing that they did, because mm-hmm. that's silly. But Godzilla's tail always drags the ground. And I liked that in this new movie they were like, let's make it so that his tail is, that he's a little bit more of an upright creature rather than kind of the Tyrannosaurus-y 1998 one. I, I have some weird feelings about that 1998 Godzilla movie. I do not. I, I Why does he not have the breath? The breath is so cool.
0: And you see that, that was my first like intro into Godzilla. I mean, mine too. So the concept of Godzilla having this atomic breath was like, what? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. I thought he was just a big lizard. <laughs>
1: That's true. I remember when we were watching King of the Monsters. You're like, he can breathe like fire, or whatever. And we were all like, yeah, Christy, whatever.
2: I mean, we don't know. Maybe when all lizards get that big, they can breathe fire. We <laughs> haven't we, tested it.
1: We haven't. And some lizards are like, like don't have like a particularly like, like they don't have like a limit of growth. It's just like they can only eat so much food. What if, what if that? Can I make that Godzilla origin? He just so. Godzilla just, like, goes and just eats, like, a lot of chicken strips. And then that's how he becomes Godzilla. Just a big chicken strippy Godzilla.
0: We don't actually see Godzilla eat anything in
2: this film.
1: (laughs) No. uh, Do we
2: know what he eats? We don't. No. In this movie.
1: Right? and And I've seen a lot of the older ones, and I don't think I've seen him eat anything either.
2: Which is weird, because we do see Kong eat multiple times in this movie. Kong does have some
1: snacks. He eats some creatures.
2: Yeah, he sucks at a brain. It's yep. great. He
1: really does.
2: <laughs> One he thing meets about- something, he kills it, he eats it. That's just how he operates.
0: <laughs> right. And how Godzilla- relatable. Godzilla's just wasteful. He he kills and he doesn't eat.
1: But I do like that this movie has the whole like Godzilla only fights things that Godzilla doesn't like.
0: Mm-hmm. Whereas
1: like he likes people. He's fine with people. Um, he just hates a lot of a lot of other things.
0: Godzilla is not a member of the clean plate club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's not. Godzilla's like a cat, you know. If you let a cat outside for long enough, they might just kill something, but they don't eat it. They'll just like kill it and throw it throw it somewhere. I don't. He does that just with buildings.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've seen I've seen some cats eat some stuff though.
1: Yeah, but they don't just do that. But Go- they eat more than Godzilla, who apparently doesn't eat at all. Do you think he's solar powered? No, he's like—is he like radiation powered?
2: Mmm, that could make sense. Mm-hmm. Because he—he
0: does get all like powered up when they shoot nukes at him, right? Yeah, that
1: in the was, that was in King of the Monsters, right?
0: Didn't happen in in Godzilla versus Kong,
1: right? Godzilla versus Kong. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like they filmed a lot more human stuff and just cut all of it.
2: I think they could have cut more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: More of just the monsters. Good point, Liz.
1: Liz, I think you would like, there's, there is a, a, a Japanese Godzilla movie from, I think, the sixties called Destroy All Monsters. And the plot is just, there's tons of monsters on the, on this island and they all fight. And it's like, it's like ten kaiju. And I, I feel like that is probably like, an, a lot of people's like, like platonic ideal where they're like, I just want to see the monsters fight. Cause I think one of the, the common critiques of this set of movies is the human stories are not as interesting as they should be. I do think that this one tended to really cut the human story short.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and it was really hard to devote too much time to any of the human stories because there were essentially like multiple human stories happening all at once. We had the uh, narrative with our podcaster and, 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 what was, Mil- and Millie Bobby Brown. Millie, yeah, yeah, what's her character's name? I, I don't know.
1: That's, that's, her- a, that's another thing. I don't remember any, any of these characters' names other than the, the gentleman who, who, who like, to, to spoil later in the movie, who, who controlled Mecha Godzilla. Uh huh. That's Sarazawa, who is the scientist from the first two movies, Sun. And I feel like that was not explored as much as it could have been.
0: Oh. But yeah, we had, we had that plot thread with the, three of them and what was going on there, and we had the plot of the scientist who lost his brother. That, that seemed like it was supposed to be a really significant story, and it got, like, 30 seconds. That was his brother?
2: Well, the, the, the yeah. blonde guy. That the- I've been sitting R- here this R- whole true. time. Like It was great that Godzilla had representation, but it really sucks that they killed off the gay character's partner off-screen. <laughs> Are you telling me <laughs> that was his brother? <laughs> that was his
0: brother! Right?
1: Yeah, it, it is even... <laughs> Even worse representation, apparently.
0: Oh, Liz, I like I like that that version better. I mean, I don't like that it would have been the-, the That's like
1: some real Marvel stuff, right? Remember, right, when Marvel's that's... like we're gonna put a gay character in Endgame, and it's like a guy in like a support group for like three seconds.
2: <laughs> that's what I'm conditioned to expect from these blockbusters—the <laughs> lowest bar possible. <laughs> <sighs>
1: I think the best human stories of all of these movies came from the Kong movie, from Skull Island. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I'm also like, I'm such a mark for John C. Riley that I was like, boy, I wish he could have somehow showed up in this movie, even (laughs) though he would have been a hundred years old.
2: They could have done some flashbacks or something.
1: Yeah. uh, And... It's funny in that, like, I was perfectly satisfied by this movie and also think that there was, I was confused about a lot of it. I don't know why Skull Island got consumed by a storm. I think you were just supposed to think that that's, that's just a thing that can happen. Cause there was a storm around it and I guess it just moved.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I felt like I was. So it's the feeling that I get whenever I read a comic. I'm like, clearly there was something more here that I was supposed to have read and I didn't, but I can continue not knowing the thing.
1: Except and- we've seen them all. I mean, you haven't seen Godzilla, but I promise there was nothing in there that really <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> talked about this.
0: I don't know. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I fell asleep. Uh, these are all, I just assume, of course, this explanation was there somewhere, and I am just the foolish, you know, viewer who didn't get it.
1: You know, to to go back in, though, there is a tie-in comic to this. Ooh. Yeah. I think we got, I think uh, CXF got review copies of it. I can't remember. <laughs>
2: Did anyone read them? Because I sure didn't.
1: I think I think a couple of... I think Rob maybe read them. That's a real... Maybe Rob and Zoe read these comics. I think they maybe even wrote a review.
0: Wow. Way to be, <laughs> editor.
1: I didn't edit it.
0: Why don't you know every single thing that is posted on the website that you edit for at I, all times? I
1: really wish I did. If I didn't have a day job, maybe. Right.
0: <laughs> How dare you not be completely prepared to discuss this hobby?
1: <laughs> right, right, but yeah, a, a lot of it, a lot of it was kind of just accept the thing that, that that is happening. However, I still like loved all of this. I loved the the fight that they had aboard a few aircraft carriers. That was pretty sick. Okay,
0: Kong hop- hopping from carrier to carrier.
1: Mm-hmm. That was so cool. It was. Um. So, Liz and Christy, before this movie, who were you rooting for?
2: So I came in rooting for Godzilla because look at him.
1: <laughs> he has atomic breath. Kong has no breath. Uh,
0: well, I feel like until we we watched like the the Kong Skull Island, I probably would have rooted for Godzilla. But I really was endeared to Kong. I,
1: I- think Kong has a sadder story.
0: Yeah, like his whole whole fam losing his whole family and doing everything that he can to protect this 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 group of people that really he owes nothing to and he's just doing it because he's altruistic
1: it is it is both altruism and the fact that they they talk about how that's just kind of the ecosystem is the things come out of the ground and kong just just wipes the floor with them and that's his whole deal Mm -hmm. but if they get too big it's scary but now he's very big i know a lot of people were like how did he get so big because he wasn't that big in kong but the whole deal is that they said in Kong, like, he's not done growing.
0: Right. And he I, was, like, right. the youngest... He
1: was a baby. hmm Just a giant baby gorilla.
0: Baby Kong.
1: <laughs> baby Kong. My favorite character from Donkey Kong 64.
0: <laughs> is there really a baby Kong, or there... are you just making a joke?
1: I don't think there's a baby Kong. There's just a lot of Kongs in Donkey oh, okay. Kong 64.
0: Like, there, there's Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, and mm-hmm. Fun- that's all I know.
1: Funky Kong?
0: Funky Kong?
1: Yeah. What?! he's on a surfboard. He rules.
0: Oh, that's funky.
1: <laughs> but uh, I kind of I so I have this weird contrarianism where I knew everybody was rooting for Godzilla, and I love Godzilla. Like I, I think was Godzilla's everybody great.
0: really rooting for Godzilla?
1: Yeah, but going to like I wanted to root for Kong, and going to this movie like that was clearly the choice because I feel like Kong is pr- is really presented as the protagonist.
0: Well, yeah, our opening scene is is him basically doing like a morning wake up, scratching his, scratching his junk sort of thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boost among us has not. Right. And, the, and Godzilla seems more like kind of a, like a, like a, like an out, an outside force. Like, like I don't think we're supposed to hate Godzilla. It's just, I think you're supposed to root for Kong. Like all the mainest characters stay with Kong. The little girl who is from the, that indigenous tribe from the island. Uh, Jaya is that her name? Jaya.
0: I'm not positive how you pronounce it, but we had subtitles on when we watched and it said her name. And I wrote it down in a place that I am stalling for time as, uh, just, just Gia. <laughs> just Gia. I-, I was putting more vowels in there. It was shorter than I thought.
1: Yeah. She, she knew sign language and taught it to Kong and Kong did a bunch of sign language and they were buds. And I loved that. I love that Kong is a friend to children.
0: Yeah. You're nice to kids, like, you win my heart, like, forever. Yes.
2: And I- Kong actually seems cognizant that, like, people are alive and do things, whereas Godzilla's just, you know, having a good day, stomping around. Godzilla- Liz, are you saying that you were converted to a supporter? I was. Supporter? <laughs> yes.
1: Liz Liz had a Godzilla shirt on and, like, middle of the movie, like, took it off to reveal, like, a King Kong shirt underneath.
2: I mean, in fairness, I did wear a Mothra shirt to watch this movie and that was very true. disappointed at the end.
1: <laughs> I was kind of bummed that Mothra didn't show up. I love Mothra. I th- I think Mothra is a sweet, gentle moth creature, and I love her very much.
0: Mm-hmm. Was she okay after the last No, she
1: scene? died.
0: Okay. I thought so. But- I mean, but that... D- what does that mean?
1: They said like Mothra egg or like re- Mothra reincarnation or something. And like right. So
2: in yeah. King of the Monsters, there was a Mothra egg was mentioned that there was you know this leftover Mothra egg, and they had planned and they had like scripted and they had gotten ready, but just didn't end up filming it. A del- like an extra post credit scene where the twins who were both scientists working on the project were going to resurrect Mothra in the new Mothra egg, kind of going back to the old movies. And that was not filmed and everyone was, you know, all the Mothra stands were very sad. And then they were saying, Oh, maybe they'll include it in this one. And they didn't. Oh,
1: Liz, did you do, did you do research?
2: Well, the movie ended and then I was getting ready for bed and I was like, I don't understand why Mothra wasn't there. And then I had to (laughs) Google it
1: and I need to figure this out. Yes.
0: So Liz, what you're saying is you really weren't rooting for either godzilla or kong you were rooting for mothra to come in and like mediate this situation and come out on top exactly
2: i mean in an ideal world yes we would be ruled by a benevolent mothra but unfortunately
1: (laughs) (laughs) i i i feel like one thing that needs to be embraced in these new movies is that mothra is associated with fairies in the older movies I feel like we need some fairies in these, in these new movies. Although I've read that like after Kong, we might just be done. Mm -hmm. The, there's a licensing deal between Toho, the Japanese company that makes Godzilla and Legendary to use Godzilla. I think Legendary can use King Kong as much as they want since it is in general an American creation. But as part of the deal, Toho could not make Godzilla movies while, like at the same time. That doesn't seem entirely true because they made Shin Godzilla, which is was made in like 2016, like the most recent Japanese Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. And like they they are like ready to pump out a bunch of Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. So we we might not be getting any more. This might just be that.
0: Well, this is when we get the spinoff Mothra series.
1: Mothra's also <laughs> one by Toho, so probably not. The. This is not the first time that King Kong has crossed over with Godzilla though. There was a 60s movie where where it's kind of the opposite. Like the United States rented out the rights to God or to King Kong. Oh. It was I kind of like like how there's a lot of large monster cultural exchange. I think that's kind of a fun thing. Like Is
0: Liz in charge of the large monster cultural exchange?
1: <laughs> it's a
2: camp I run every summer. All the monsters come. <laughs> I love
0: this idea so much. I, I mean, want
1: a t-shirt. Poor Liz. How many large puns does she get in like a given
0: I want a t- t-shirt for the large monster cultural exchange camp.
2: I'm going to have to make them. You're going to have to get some iron on, some tie-dye probably.
1: Oh, if it's a summer camp, you 100% have to do We're going to have a
2: color war, you know.
1: Because have, have any of us truly left like the, the early 2000s? Because tie dye camps, I feel like that was a that was a thing.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Be good.
1: <laughs> Gen Z's got to be getting into tie dye soon, right? Like, if not yet, like soon.
2: I feel like they they might be. I feel okay. like they might be now. Pandemic, you know, they're home a lot. They got they need to do some crafts.
1: <laughs> as, as as do we all.
0: I loved. Man, I got so many craft kits as a kid. I don't know what about me screamed. It's 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 your birthday. I'm going to get you this craft that you've expressed no interest in. Because it's, it's a little, little kit. And they're just like, yes, this is the thing that I will buy for you.
1: Christy, it's because you just seem like a person who wants a task.
0: Okay, yes, <laughs> fair. And I did love the tie-dye kit.
1: Yeah, that's a fun one. <laughs> so one of the big reveals in this movie. So the enemy, as always, is like a big corporation, right? And mm-hmm. in this case, the big corporation is like... We, we want to be on top again. We don't like that there's these titans. Cause after the last movie, it was basically like, we got to leave the titans alone. They won't mm-hmm. attack humanity. They're just part of the ecosystem. And it was like, they're healing climate change and other wild stuff like that. But in this one, uh, some capitalist guy is like, I want to be back on top. And he, he teams up with the son of Sarazawa, who is the scientist from the last movie, and they end up using two of the three of Ghidra's heads, King Ghidra, Ghidora, or whatever, however they say it, Mm who is the three-headed dragon from the last movie. Yeah. One of them they use as like a control head, and the other one they put in a robot, and they make a mecha Godzilla.
0: I'm really glad you just explained those heads to me because I didn't understand what they
1: were. Well, the three of them, they said they communicated telepathically because their necks are so long, the synapses would take too long. So it only made, it just made sense that they communicated telepathically, which is wild, right? Like that's your, well, those necks are really long, so it just must be telepathic. Just drop that
2: in there. Normal, <laughs> normal stuff.
1: Just normal stuff.
2: I do like that Mechagodzilla means that this movie did have a man in a Godzilla costume, essentially
1: it did
2: but, but he wasn't in the costume though well, he was right? in the head he was the, in a you know one room. of the two heads
1: one of the two heads okay right and then eventually it, the, the the whole deal is it gets like short-circuited and maybe he dies we don't find out
0: it seemed like he was he dead. seemed
1: kind of dead yeah. and then the the mecha godzilla just was only the ghidra personality maybe and ghidra is not is not a happy monster He's from another planet and is mm. not part of the natural order, so he starts like wrecking house. And then this was after like King Kong and Godzilla fought for a while, and uh, Godzilla kind of beat King Kong a little bit.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about the name of this company though? Like Apex Cybernetics. Like
1: it is some real like straight out of the eighties like Terminator like Cyberdyne Systems sort of yeah Apex cybernetics like the, I loved their the, they really did have like a great like PSA of like making life better through cybernetics molecular technology I I was like eating that up I love a, a good bad PSA
0: and our how, how do you feel about our our representation as a podcast in <laughs> this?
1: so there is a character uh do you remember his name christy a lot of the people in the series like do not carry over Uh, between bernie right bernie that's right bernie is a guy who works at apex he has a podcast where he's trying to expose apex and he's like a weird conspiracy theorist
2: liz would you listen to this podcast uh the conspiracy theory podcast yes I mean, it does sound interesting. I don't know if I would like own the merch like it seems like Billy Robbie Brown does. But, you know, I, I would listen to this man's theories. I mean, they're in a world where the hollow earth is real. So imagine what else could we be going on. Even
1: talked about the hollow earth. Mm-hmm. I love that the hollow earth is mentioned in all of these movies and we don't see it till this movie.
0: Yeah, I, it was really hard to get to.
1: Yeah, cause it, apparently <laughs> you go through it and the gravity inverts and everybody dies. So they found something where they made little, little ships. Apex made these little, little like Tron ships that mm-hmm. could go through and just survive. And Hollow Earth just looks like a fun jungle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of us, all three like vacation to Hollow Earth, right? Sounds great. It. Yeah. I mean, I would need like a large monster escort. It seemed like there are.
1: Yeah, you, I there were lot lots to. of
0: hungry things.
1: Yeah, there were, and and Kong like loves this place. He's like loving this Hollow Earth. My favorite. Mm-hmm. I I liked the Hollow Earth design a lot. It was disorienting in a way that I found kind of kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, ca- kind of in that that comic booky way where you can get like I I like imagining what hol- the 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 trip to Hollow Earth would have looked like in comic form because like you can just see the kind of trippy like like a George Perez page going to hollow earth. That would be, there'd be great. like
1: 15 panels and they would be like zooming in on stuff. And then someone's eyes would be in the middle. It would be great.
0: Yeah. Just Kong's eyes.
1: <sighs> George Perez. Why aren't you drawing this comic? Probably because you were mostly <laughs> retired. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the hollow earth. I was, I was thrilled. We finally saw it. It was mentioned at first in Kong.
0: I didn't think it would go so well getting there.
1: I mean, it didn't go great. They lost like a whole ship. There were weird bat, vulture creatures that ate a bunch of soldiers
0: okay now that you're reminding me of the actual plot of the film how (laughs) dare you (laughs) i guess yeah it was a little rough
1: i also like that kong found an axe down there that seemed to be made with a godzilla like a godzilla scale spine
0: and it didn't even seem like it was just the the one spine it seemed like it was a whole thing in the floor like maybe they all coexisted to begin with
1: i think they were they said they were ancient enemies christy (gasps)
0: I think it's a misunderstanding. I think it's a, a <laughs> they thing were cool. A, they they've always been best pals and there was a falling out, you know, Kong forgot to pick up the milk on the way home <laughs> and it just never recovered from that.
1: <laughs> I like that that at at the very end there's a bit where Godzilla shoots the axe with the atomic breath which like powers it up and yes. then Kong is able to like really beat Mechagodzilla.
2: That was very cool. It was
1: very cool. It's it was kinda silly, like how would he know? But also who cares? Like, why are you watching this movie? If okay, you, these things, so so you Chris,
0: you as scientist here, they talk all about these like evolutionary things. Like he's just gonna know because it's part of his DNA just <laughs> to know how to get to the source. Mm-hmm. I need I need your your science brain. I here. mean, salmon
1: spawn, so sure, why not? Sea turtles go back to where they were born to lay their eggs. I was
0: not expecting this answer from you. So you just like, I was like, well, this If I'm realistic. accepting,
1: like, okay, like, <sighs> creatures that big can't exist. There's no such thing as the hollow earth. But sure, you're like, if we're already taking these leaps, like, why not? That's like the least weird thing. Wow. Yeah. Sea turtles lay eggs on the beaches where they were born. This sounds fine to me. Okay. Yeah. Why Nature's not? weird. Nature's weird. I mean, he didn't do it like perfectly. Remember he, he like fell and like had some struggles. Well,
0: I don't know if there was any way to get into hollow earth without falling.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I kind of felt bad that they were like, we're going to need to have these extra protected ships and we're just going to let Kong go for it.
1: Well, uh, he could just do it. He's fine. That, uh, that, Did he that's a seem fine? Things. He was, he was fine. Everybody else died. He
0: like rolled down a mountain yeah, and fine. looked like he was in pain. He's okay. Please back me up on this. <laughs>
2: I mean, I think he had a pretty rough time, but also I feel like he has a pretty rough time everywhere he goes. Either (laughs) like that poor dude. (laughs) Right. Everywhere King Kong goes, things are attacking him. So this seems like it was a really rough time for him, but also he only has rough times. Maybe he should just have like a nice day.
0: Where's that movie? King Kong has a nice day.
1: I think at the end he had a nice day. Because the the whole end after they beat Mechagodzilla is they set up that, that outpost. And they're like, he's gonna go have some breakfast, and he's they they play like some fun tunes.
0: That's true. (laughs) King Kong has a nice day. I want that theme park ride. I want it to be like, oh, what are those like swan boats? What 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 do they normally call that? Like the Tunnel of Love. The Tunnel of Love, but like the Tunnel of Kong, and it's just Kong (laughs) has a good day. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he f- he finds like a really big bunch of bananas yes do you think it's upsetting that king kong can't eat one banana at once like that he there's like no way he could do it do you think but in the he- hollow earth well, why
0: wouldn't he be able to eat one? they're just
1: so small i feel like he'd like accidentally squish it it'd be like eating like a sp- like a speck of pepper like that's just really hard oh
2: wouldn't there be big bananas
1: do you think in hollow earth there are large like there are kaiju bananas
2: I mean, there must be some sort of very large food source because it seemed like a big family of King Kongs must have lived in the Hollow Earth, like to build that big house they had with a throne and weird axe-sized holes.
1: They built, like, arches. That's complicated.
2: Yeah.
0: It seemed like a really evolved c- civilization once existed down there.
1: Like, poor Kong. is he Was he, like, the least evolved of all of them? Like, no one could teach him, like, hey, Kong, this is how you build. Like a classic Roman arch. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, in, in Skull Island, they said, like, his parents were killed. And he yeah. was just like a little baby Kong. So maybe nobody ever taught him.
1: Maybe Kongs can talk. He just never learned how to talk. Oh.
0: Oh. And every day is a bad day. He just gets attacked until the, until the end. Mm-hmm. Until the end here.
1: Yes. So we haven't talked about the any of the fights between Godzilla and Kong. Was, was that, like, the highlight of the movie for everybody? Oh,
0: my God. So that... First punch where, where Kong gets like released from the chains on the aircraft carrier and Godzilla comes up and Kong gives that huge punch. Like I loved how we all just had that collective like, yeah, (laughs) moment. (laughs) It was like, finally the, the, the title of the movie has arrived.
1: Right. Especially like, like as we said, like the human stories, like they, they, they felt very abbreviated. Like there was a lot of characters. Too many. Yeah, there was a ton, and there were the two stories. At one point, the 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 podcast group with Millie Bobby Brown like somehow goes to Hong Kong like on a tunnel through that's maybe through the Hollow Earth from
0: Pensacola, Florida.
1: Yeah, that tunnel went under the whole ocean, the Pacific. That's a very big ocean.
0: I mean, yeah, it went under the it went under the United States,
1: the entire continental United States.
0: All of them. It made a point of looping through to hit all fifty states, just so we could <laughs> check off and put on the push pins in the map.
1: Oh, and thank God. Sometimes that just feels like it's like it's, it's, it's impossible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you if you don't get off of the of the tunnel coaster, are you, have you really reached the states? Is this like airplane rules? You know, if you don't get off the air, if you don't leave the airline.
0: Oh, if you don't leave the airport, did you really go to the state? Yeah.
1: Like how we've not really been to Arizona, even though we've technically been to Arizona.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we can count it as travel to all the fifty states, being um, as that
1: unfortunate
0: they they never, you know. It was really fast though.
1: So it was like six hundred miles per hour or something. It was incredibly fast.
0: And they just used it to transport food. I mean, food, not not, not food. The, I don't know the names of the weird little beasts. Food from Mechagodzilla.
1: Oh, the 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 skull things from Skull Island or yeah.
0: whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Boy, that was. Why? Why
0: don't you just grow them in Hong Kong? Why do you have to develop this this contraption to catapult
2: them across the globe? I don't.
1: Sorry, let's go ahead. No,
2: uh, that does seem like a really big investment to like dig out those tu- invent that technology and dig out those tunnels in a world where there are regular kaiju attacks. Like, surely your under under the sea tunnels cannot be safe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Also, I don't think that I think Col Island I think Skull Island was in the Pacific, so this doesn't, this doesn't feel helpful to me.
0: Right. It, it's just a really convoluted way to get the podcasting group to Hong Kong.
1: Whatever. It's fine. Like the human stuff was, was, was totally okay. Mm-hmm.
0: What, what did you think about, um, the, the mean boss lady? What was her name? The daughter of, uh, the, the founder owner of Apex. Um,
1: someone mentioned, on Twitter, oh. that her and Rebecca Hall's character never actually talk to each other, and it's like I was like so like stuck on that.
0: Yeah, no, they don't have an exchange with each other. Yeah. Uh, this is the one that has multiple vowels in a in a row. I was getting Gia and Maya confused. What's
1: her name? Not just Maya.
0: I don't know. It's M A I A.
1: I think that's just Maya. Maya could be. But yeah, yes she was she was playing the real like like my dad gets what he wants, sort of character she gets mega killed
0: like she was supposedly like very smart and very much understood the technology and everything, but also kept calling Kong a monkey.
1: we know he's an ape, how dare
0: mm-hmm shame on you, Maya Maya, Mia,
1: I don't think it was Mia, yeah, no.
0: I'm just being silly now.
1: Speaking of silly, I think we have a lot of people who have things that they want us to say.
2: Oh, yeah. Twitter questions.
1: Twitter questions. Let's get into those.
0: All right. Our first question uh, from Twitter comes from at Midra Jim. Have you read any of the Marvel Godzilla comics? I think we answered that with a no.
1: Liz, have you read any? No, no, I haven't either, and they're 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 like they're never going to go on Marvel Unlimited. You have to just find them because the the license has expired, so they can't be reprinted. Unfortunately, I hear a lot of them are kind of fun.
0: Hmm. well, Jim also asks who our favorite eight themed bad guy in comics is
2: <sighs> so I'll say that if this isn't specifically comics, I guess it's more of a comic theme t v show, but um, if anyone watches Legends of Tomorrow, they have some very excellent ape-themed
1: villain in that. Is it's not is Gorilla Grodd in? Yes, Legends he is. Of Tomorrow? Oh, okay, well, he's a DC villain, so I think that's fine.
2: Yeah, he travels back in time in an attempt to assassinate Barack Obama when he was in college. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the scene where he gets through the doorway and is just like Barack Obama. Oh, it's excellent. <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow is a trip. Someone tries to kill George Lucas. It's wonderful. Oh, my goodness. My favorite eight themed bad guy is the Red Ghost, who is a Fantastic Four bad guy who has trained four apes who have superpowers to do superpower things. The apes are not, like, they are not smarter than normal apes. He's just trained them and they have superpowers.
2: That's like an achievable
1: goal. (laughs) (laughs) We could first give apes superpowers, second, train them.
2: I feel like you would want to train them before
0: the superpowers. Start. <laughs> yeah, that's a,
1: that's a fair point. That's a fair point.
0: I can't think of a, a of an ape themed bad guy besides Gorilla Grodd, so that's my answer.
1: There's another one. There's one that's like in love with a brain in a jar.
0: Aren't we all?
1: I think it's the. Oh, I do not remember his name, but there is there is a there. It's another DC.
0: All right, our next questions come from or may, yes. Three questions from at Arthur Stacy, You get to pick Kong's next weapon of choice. What's it gonna be?
1: A big guitar. Oh
0: Yeah. His weapon is his music. Like
1: it. Well, I mean, like, I really wanted to smash like a gigantic electric guitar.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> That's a fine interpretation of that.
1: Too. <laughs> You're like, oh it'd be cool if he played music. I'm like, no, it's still hitting.
0: <laughs> uh I don't know. Could he have something that that that's Mothra themed? Like he's had the the Godzilla like themed like axe, but
2: like a little jetpack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Good answer, Liz.
0: Um, but I I like just in my head Mothra and Butterfree like aren't too different.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, They're very similar.
0: And I I just like imagining some type of like like poison damage
1: or like a type. sleep powder yeah
0: oh yeah kong mm-hmm. does like
1: sand in the eyes but it's moth powder
0: ooh that seems like really advanced for kong and that's why it would have to come from mothra so <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> mothra seems very smart
0: mhm yeah of course mm-hmm. i'm really just supporting this with no actual evidence and i I'm so happy that you've said it.
2: I mean, we don't know that Mothra isn't smart, so. Mothra
1: seems smart to me. Yeah. I really like me.
0: Okay. Uh, and uh, Adam's second question. I love the hollow earth stuff, but how is there another sun in there?
1: It was actually a power source like that of the sun.
0: Of course. That's
1: what they said in the movie.
0: It is. Yeah. Alright, neat. <laughs> <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown subplot necessary or could have been cut?
1: I absolutely think it could have been cut. Yeah. I mean they yeah. needed to put someone in the in the 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 room so like, you know, they could mess with buttons enough that Mecha Godzilla got shut down.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like they were also supposed to be our comic relief, but right. I, I feel like there could have been a way to do that that didn't involve a whole second second plot
1: they kept calling her poor friend tap water because he was like a normal human being and not <laughs> like a weirdo like it is wild to me that they made some of the protagonists like weird conspiracy theorists when like weird conspiracy theorists are like one of like one of like the most prevalent threats in like modern society.
2: Mm-hmm. It's weird to choose things to be conspiracy theorists about in the movie that are actually conspiracy theorists in real life. Like fluoride is a good thing and there are people in real life who think it's terrible and that it's a government plot to control us. And like, maybe don't go with that in the movie. Maybe make up a new conspiracy that like cell phones are generated from Godzilla's cells or something. Like, there's got to be another made up conspiracy that. Liz, used. I think you're
1: onto something. Like, like oh, this medicine's made out of Mothra spit or whatever. And they're yeah, not like
2: oh, this. you take aspirin that actually comes from Mothra. Like, <laughs> th- there's got to be something they could use that wasn't a specific real thing.
1: Yeah, the fluoride thing did drive me crazy. Like, uh, you know, I'm glad they didn't say anything. Like, did you know that there's a there's a guy called Q who is controlling? Me? <laughs> like that that would have that would have put it over the top. But like, you know, like if they would have done chemtrails, I would have died. So.
0: All right, so at J underscore Partridge the third, what's your favorite Godzilla design? Uh, not the
1: 1998 one. That one's really bad. Uh, eventually, apparently, Toho reclaimed that and just called it Zilla, oh. <laughs> which I find kind of fun. Um, I like the one from the uh, wow. Well, the original movie's pretty good. I also like the one from Shin Godzilla, which is the the new most recent Japanese movie. It's still kind of like it's not CG. But it looks pretty cool and updated.
0: My favorite Godzilla design is the uh, dinosaur pajamas I got Liz for her birthday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is it an excellent is. one. <laughs> is Godzilla on them?
0: No, I just thought it, it was kind of like Godzilla, and we watched Godzilla for Liz's birthday.
1: We did, we did. Thank you, thank you, Liz, for sharing <laughs> sharing your birthday with us to watch Godzilla.
0: Best design mm-hmm. right there because it was designed. By me for Liz.
1: <laughs> Liz, what's your favorite Godzilla design?
2: I gotta say, I think just the more, you know, T Rex looking that he is, I prefer that. So, you know, not like the 1998 movie. That's scary, mean Godzilla. I like, you know, friend shaped Godzilla.
1: Yeah, th- that one like had a very, like, it was like a little too reptilian. Mm -hmm. I like a Godzilla that still kind of looks like you can, like, you you know, a Godzilla you can have a beer with, right? (laughs) If we're electing Godzillas, that's the one I want.
0: I don't know. Godzilla's head seems really small for his body. I
1: just, I'm just saying, I don't want a Godzilla who seems like he's better than the rest of us. I just, you know, I want one that I can, like, sit in the back of a tractor trailer, have a nice (laughs) debate with.
2: I will say, I feel like, Chrissy has a good point. I feel like in this movie, when he was next to Kong and they were yelling at each other, his head looked very small
1: yeah and i think that has to do with a little bit with like he just broadens out and just like doesn't stop like godzilla's bottom half is like enormous
0: dump truck-esque you might say
2: (laughs) okay but was i wrong
1: godzilla's got these big old thighs right like just gigantic he's thick (laughs) saving lives
0: Alright, Daniel Grote asks, the current Kongzilla verse decides to remake 1992's epic Godzilla verse Barkley. Yep. What modern NBA player does the king of the monsters battle? And note, LeBron did space jam, so he's off the board.
1: I fo- I don't follow NBA even in the slightest. I, I I kind of follow baseball sometimes, but I I just it's such a blind spot for me, so I have no idea.
2: Yeah, gun to my head, I could not name a male basketball player that isn't LeBron James.
0: Don't we have Michael Jordan?
1: He's not. He's not. He's not playing basketball anymore, dear. Well,
2: right, but he did.
1: Modern basketball. Modern. Player.
2: I don't know. How oh, true? You call him modern. I would not. All right, I'm going to branch out from the NBA. I'm going to say Elena Deladon, who plays in the WNBA, because she is the only other basketball player that isn't LeBron James that I can name.
0: Dan, who do you think we are? <laughs> <laughs> we <do. laughs> All right, next question from at BigRed underscore 13. Who is your favorite kaiju and why is it Godzilla? Winky face. Are there any older Godzilla kaiju movies that stand out as particular favorites and why?
1: Um... I think Mothra is my favorite. Christy, do you have a favorite kaiju?
0: Um, I I feel like I've got to say Mothra just because I'm talking to both you and Liz, and you just gave your answer as Mothra, and I'm pretty sure Liz's answer is Mothra, and I don't want to be the odd one out. So I'm my opinion is now Mothra, and it has never been anything else.
1: Liz is gonna is gonna turn heel and say something else.
2: <laughs> no, I I couldn't do that. But I would say Mothra is the coolest because she's just neat. She knows fairies. She's pretty. She lays eggs. I mean, I know Godzilla, like, maybe had eggs, right? Was that in the 1998 movie? It was in
1: the 1998 one, and it, a lot of people considered it, like, blasphemy.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Yes. Um, I don't think Godzilla would be a good parent. No, I don't think. Well, Godzilla has a little Godzilla in some things, right? What? Maybe. Maybe. Um. I've seen the, the original Godzilla, which I, I consider to be a very good movie, like the one from the 50s to, to answer Big Red 13's Do You Like Older Ones? I also saw one once that was, it was a lot of the go- older Godzilla movies got the Mystery Science Theater 3000 treatment, uh, and they are difficult to find now because like, they are now like re-licensed so they, they couldn't, they can't produce this DVD of Godzilla with like a bunch of people from the Midwest talking over it. But I love Mystery Science Theater 3000. It started as like a weird like local access show and just got way more popular. And I find that fun. But there was one where Godzilla fought somebody and teamed up with a big robot called Jet Jaguar. And I kind of liked that one. I don't know if it's good, but at one point Godzilla does like a flying kick at something like, and it rules. Uh, but the the first Godzilla one's,
0: like... Godzilla's legs are so small. Mm-hmm. How can Godzilla kick?
1: Uh, it looked like it was, like, probably wire-assisted. It was wild.
0: I don't buy that Godzilla can kick.
1: Uh, we'll have to watch this. It's great. Um, The original one's, like, weirdly haunting. It's also about, like... Like, the, the, the Dr. Sarazawa from that is the guy who makes this, like, doomsday device and decides that he'll use it the one time, but he's only the one who activates it and sacrifices himself. So nobody else ever figures out how to make it. There's a lot of pathos in that original Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. So I love that one a lot. Liz, you said you watched a lot on TNT. Are there any particular ones you liked?
2: Honestly, I really just enjoyed watching a big lizard fight other giant creatures and sometimes knock over a building. I know that there is a lot of varying quality plots and stuff, but I just, I just like watching a movie where there's a giant creature attacking other giant creatures. I'm not picky. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and last question from at big red underscore 13. If you could create your own movie kaiju, what would it be and how would you want it brought to life? CGI, person in suit, stop motion, et oh. I want some kind of cat kaiju. Can a cat be a kaiju? Why not? Yeah. That'd be cool. I want a cat kaiju, and I just wouldn't to be like an actual cat that they make look real big. I want a domesticated cat.
1: <laughs> just that would rule. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In fact, I think Caboose, Liz's cat, would be great at being a giant kaiju and just destroying things. We could
1: turn Caboose's cone into something that looks more like a satellite dish.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's perfect. perfect. It could be a feature. It could be a power of Kaiju
2: Caboose. Can get signals from space. That's incorporated in some way.
1: That sounds lovely. I kind of want a big guy in a morph suit, and and like they just kind of make it work, like a like a green morph suit. Just a dude. Just a dude in a morph suit. <laughs> they could call it. him like a big alien. It'd be fine.
0: What about you, Liz? What is what is your, your kaiju creation?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it just has to be... I like him goofy. I like a man in a regular rubber costume, running around, having a good day. And I think that would be fun. So whatever animal it is, it has to be one that can stand on two legs. Maybe like, okay. like a kangaroo. That a might kangaroo? be neat. Like a giant kangaroo. And it's just a, ma- a regular-sized man in a kangaroo costume, and he's jumping around. So someone who's really <laughs> good at jumping.
0: <laughs> I love this.
1: That's wonderful.
0: All right. Next question from at WC underscore WIT. Have you ever considered that humanity may, in fact, be the real monster? All the time. Every day.
2: 100%. All right.
0: (laughs) Our next question comes from at Rhymes with Picard. Who will win and why
2: is it (sighs) Mothra?
1: I think Rhymes with Picard asked this before the movie came out.
2: I'm very sorry, rhymes with Picard. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is a thing where the only way to win is not to play. Mothra didn't get beat up by Kong or Godzilla or Mega
1: Godzilla. Yeah, that seems pretty good to me.
2: Just got to sleep through all of it. So maybe that's like the real winning. Sleeping through it all. Yes. Love that.
0: (laughs) And our final question comes from at bag. Our final question comes from at big dad energy. Was the secret antagonist thick
1: enough? Oh, meaning Mecha Godzilla. I think so. He he was pretty chonk.
2: Yeah, I think he was appropriately sized, you know, in comparison to regular Godzilla. Right.
0: Right. I mean, did we could we have enjoyed some Elastigirl proportions? Maybe.
1: Oh goodness. Maybe Chrissy's <laughs> creating somebody's weird mindscape now. <laughs>
2: All right, like I well, think he might have been a little bit smaller in the rear than regular Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla's
0: Or the head was just a more normal size in proportion.
2: <laughs> they were like making the mecha godzilla based on regular Godzilla, and they're looking at the head and they're like, this just doesn't look right. Like the measurements are right, but it just looks <laughs> wrong to me.
0: Alright, so we are getting into our accolades. first accolade is our best line chris you want to lay on us your best line
1: so my best line comes from bernie who's the podcaster and he says at one point like this might be this might be it maybe the last podcast i ever record and i'm like i really feel that (laughs) (laughs)
2: liz what about your best line um so my favorite line is said very early in the movie And it's when Billy Bobby Brown's dad is yelling at her, and he says, "That podcast is filling your head with garbage. You should (laughs) go to school." (laughs) I I cried with laughter.
0: It was beautiful. I think when that that moment happened, I like turned to Chris and I was like, "I need that in a gift. I just (laughs) just need that." Um, my best line, um, actually comes from from Kong. It was just home.
1: Oh, when he signs it.
0: Well, the first time he says it, like he like. He signs it, but he like kind of like moans it, like, and it sounds like, and everybody's like, did he just talk? And I'm like, that, that that's really cool. I, I think it was just, you know, home is sweet, but also like, whoa, Kong, Kong's talking. That was, that was a pretty cool moment. Yeah. All right. What about our greatest hero?
1: Chrissy, do you want to go first?
0: Yeah. So my greatest hero, I had to give to a a duo which i know is maybe not fair but it's the gia kong duo like Mm -hmm. i feel like those two that was like my favorite dynamic throughout the film and you know i'm a sucker for kids i'm always a sucker for kids but uh i feel like g is a kid and was really exploited in this movie um and like Send, send the kid to school and let her have a normal life instead she's like traveling to hollow earth and like talking to a monster because it's convenient for the adults around her uh so i feel like gia and kong had the most to lose and the least to gain and they did all good stuff
1: i also gave it to gia because they couldn't have done anything without that little kid
0: mm-hmm. way to go gia
2: what about you liz who was your greatest hero Well, I was originally going to give it to Kong, but now I'm realizing that it was a team effort. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. So this is, this is like
0: a a triple, but we're going to call it a daily double. So hit it, Mattie Wilson. (laughs) So yeah, team, team effort. I like that. What about our, our, your coolest moment, Liz?
2: What is your coolest moment? So for me, it was definitely when Kong found the axe. I just thought it was real (laughs) neat. It showed like a connection, you know, in this hollow earth. And I was just really excited for him. That was super cool. like, like the finding the axe
0: or like when he like places the axe and like the whole floor lights up and he sits in his throne.
2: Yes. Yeah. All of it. It was just, it was just so cool. It was cool.
0: My coolest moment also comes from when they were in the hollow, hollow earth. But I really liked that moment when he first discovers like the, the, the like rocks with the purple gems in them and kind of like does his little toss of them. But he had like, there's this moment where he goes from the top of one mountain to like the inverted version of the other, where he gets to the temple and just kind of that floating through moment was just really fun and pretty. I liked it a lot. Yeah, that was cool.
1: My coolest moment was also from hollow earth, but it was just them entering it. I thought that was really
0: all the best stuff happened in hollow
1: earth. I mean, there I liked Mecha Godzilla shooting his little laser. That was pretty neat, but it wasn't quite as cool as... hmm Neil Adams must love this movie. He's a real hollow Earth.
0: <laughs> Next up, we have our Crusher Creole Award for Silly Villainy. Uh, Chris, who did you give your Crusher Creel Award for Silly Villainy to?
1: I feel like the villain in this movie is exceptionally silly in that he's like, well, of course the hollow Earth is real, so we have to go in there and get hollow Earth energy... So that I can make a gigantic robot, like that—that's a very silly plan.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah.
1: Just overall, just completely, completely goofy. What I love is—is is also they didn't have to get the energy; they had to get the energy signature, which that I what what does that even mean?
0: Right, right. And like once they had that, they could just like recreate it. They could what? do
1: like like they could do Simon, like the the red, the like beep, boop, boo, but oh, we hit the pattern. All right, cool. <laughs>
0: My Crusher Creole award for silly villainy went to the uh mean boss lady, uh, Maya, who kept calling Kong a monkey. That like very silly. either either deliberately ignorant or like actually like a weird blind spot in knowledge. Um either way, it was silly. It's
1: very condescending.
0: Liz, what about
2: your Crusher Creole award for silly villainy? I feel like it was the whole Secrecy of Mecha Godzilla. I feel like if your company is capable of bu- building a Mecha Godzilla and using telepathy to control it, every government in the world would be giving you all the money you need. There's no <laughs> need to keep this a secret. You should be on, you know, on TV. You should have. There's that should have been in your infomercials. The only person who would have been upset is Millie Bobby Brown.
1: <laughs> that is true. Like if you if if somebody was like, "What up? We are Godzilla Raytheon, and we can make." <laughs>
2: We're going to make some Marvel comics about it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And we can make some gigantic monsters. Like the, the U S government would like sneeze money everywhere. Like they'd be like, we want you to make the giant tank time for the money sneeze. (laughs) The money sneeze (laughs) gets you you every time.
0: All right. Our next accolade is the key of C the moment that we felt uh, would best be transformed into a musical number. And I have to start with mine. I have titled my musical number, The Conspiracy Theory Tap Dance.
1: Oh, boy. I just
0: thought it would be hilarious to just have our trio in a little little tap, like, silly song and dance tap number all about conspiracy theories. I thought it would be delightful.
1: (laughs) That is very fun. Liz, did you have a key of C moment?
2: Well, I was thinking, also related to that little... Group that when they were like sneaking around the facilities, I just think it would have been neat to do like a Scooby Doo number where they're all running in and out of doors, <laughs> yes. and you know they could be singing like a song about sneaking. I don't know. I just thought it would be neat. <laughs> I
1: love that. Mine was sweet. I thought there could be a bit where where Kong has a song as he's learning about how to do signing and home. Oh, oh.
0: there was this really fabulous. Musical version of Spring Awakening that was all done with ASL. So there were like deaf performers that did the signing, and also like some people who sang the songs and with the signing and stuff. Uh-huh. And I- I'm I'm envisioning that sort of interpretation.
1: Boy, I thought you were gonna say there was a version of Spring Awakening done with apes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Well, that was King Kong musical, right?
1: Is there a King Kong? There I,
2: was. I don't think it's still... I mean, nothing's on Broadway now, but...
1: Oh, rip. 2021, early. <laughs> uh, April 2021 feeling.
2: Oh, man. Okay. This
0: accolade I anticipated being the hardest when we were sitting down to watch the oh. movie. The goodest hit. Because we, we just knew there was going to be lots of lots of punching. What was going to be the goodest
1: um, I think the I, I had I had struggles with this one, but I think the very final axe blow that Kong does on Mechagodzilla that like goes straight through his head, and then eventually like r- like holds up the spine. That was super cool. That was the goodest hit.
0: I'm gonna have to, to have to agree with you there. So so we got a daily double. Uh, I I put down the axe charge strike. That's how <laughs> that's what I envisioned that finishing move being called. It's not it's not a fabulous name, but it, I thought it seemed very cool.
2: Yeah, I agree. Charging up that axe, just that teamwork, there was that moment, you know, you you felt like you wanted to, like, cheer about it.
1: It's their tag team finisher.
2: That is so good. Another absolute Daily Devil. Oh,
0: well, thank you so much. No, we have one more. Oh, what? There's the Go
1: Down With the Ship Award.
0: Oh, I skipped that one. That's was supposed to be before The Goodest Hit.
1: Yeah, that's okay, though. I ship... Godzilla and Kong. They're going to be pals forever. Me
2: now. too. Me too. Another daily double. Liz, who do you ship? I mean, I ship Godzilla and Mothra and I miss her. <laughs> so I just I ship yeah. Godzilla pining away for his lost <laughs> love. Fair. He's writing her notes. He's making a little scrapbook to give her when she gets back, maybe like pictures of all the monsters he defeated while she was gone.
1: I just imagine Godzilla singing karaoke like, "Where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry."
0: <laughs> Liz, you say scrapbook, and I'm just envisioning, like, a slideshow presentation. yes.
2: Yes. Mothra wakes up, and Godzilla's like, I have several PowerPoints for you.
1: Don't (laughs) want to close my eyes. I just imagine a lot of, like, a lot of weird songs in this PowerPoint. As Godzilla's there with, like, a giant laptop, like... Just clicking through. Yeah. As one does.
0: I just imagined him doing like the projections with his with his um atomic breath like oh my can gosh. can he like scale that down to do like a 4k
2: projection for Mothra <laughs> and the monster oh, <laughs> little holograms maybe I love it I'm just
1: imagining Godzilla like doing the Gandalf thing where he does like the smoke shift but it's like an atomic breath and it's just like a heart Oh,
0: that's cute. <laughs> that's cute, and I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Liz, for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. And readers, if you want to find more of Liz on the internet, Liz,
2: where can where can people find you?
1: If you want to be, if found. you want
2: to be found, <laughs> I'm at Lizbeth Anne on Twitter, and that's it.
1: <laughs> uh, Liz, you have tons of good writing. Don't uh, don't
2: I... ever forget it. Write at Comics XF pretty frequently, so check me out there if you want to read about Hellions or New Mutants or other good comics. Yeah, Snakes. Snakes is sadly there's only one more issue of Snakes. Yep. I think he and Godzilla could get along.
1: <laughs> they've got a, they've got a herpetological origin. <laughs>
0: All right. And readers, if you want to find uh, the Chris's on the internet, you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook at Chris's pod.
1: You can email us on Chris's on infinite earths at gmail.com.
0: And please take some time to rate or review us on iTunes. We like to shout out those five star reviews that you leave for us. Love those. Love a good review.
1: Love a good review. And if you want to take the next step after that, we have a couple ways you can monetarily support us. We have a Kofi page and a Patreon page. The Patreon page comes with lots of levels of fun rewards, including things like, after you support for a while, we have to do your your crossover, whether we want to or not. We always want to. We appreciate your support.
0: Yeah. Please tell us what to do with your money.
1: <laughs> right. Speaking of, we have one of those that's going to be starting next week. We're going to be covering the X-Men crossover, Necrocia. Ooh. Mm. It's got zombie mutants in it.
0: All right. All right. Well, thank you, readers. And until next time.
1: Slay your enemies and all you desire shall be yours.